take us through life one way or another because if we if we go against our impulses if we do not follow our impulses we end up unhappy that's because our impulses carry a lot if not literally all of our emotional stimulation there is an obvious danger if you depend too much on like one side or another because clearly I'm kind of going into a topic now of instinct and intellect and obviously like following your instinct and being in tune with your instinct is the most important thing and like obviously what I mean by that is you know that you know when people are like you need to follow your intuition you need to you need to like follow that inner guide a lot of the time, if you don't feel that inner guide, you've kind of like lost yourself because you've gone against your gut. And essentially that gut is your instincts telling you to do a certain thing because it feels right inside of you. And obviously like you should do that because that's you following your life's path. I think if you if you were ever to go against that, you will start to lose you're like you won't really understand where you're going and you'll eventually lose any sense of purpose I think I think that inner guide do I want to say inner guide our instincts have a lot of purpose inside of them because they carry all of our emotion so going back to like what I was saying if we depend too much on our instincts we we just become addicted to an emotional like stimulation because that's all that our instincts are guiding us towards obviously like the short term and to be fair usually if if some if some of us depend to be fair no all of us do depend on our instincts and we all have some areas where we follow our instincts to gain short-term like satisfaction if you're so heavily dependent on receiving an emotional satisfaction you feel emotionally satisfied and you don't like a little challenge and so you always just like following your instincts because your instincts always guide you towards some sort of satisfaction one way or another like it's that's why it's there it's supposed to guide us towards survival so like it's not as much as it is at the same time I don't really think it's in our nature to like want to put ourselves in a challenging position but with our intellect as we are intellectual beings we do know that a challenging situation in the long run will benefit us immensely and it kind of comes with that idea that you need to create a balanced relationship between the two 
and there's this there's this like sketch of a rider and a horse the rider being our intellect and the horse being our instincts that's because the horse has so much power and energy and drive but without the rider the horse will have no idea where it's going so we can be fueled with so much instinct and so much drive and we can use that in our lives but if we don't have any self-awareness or any any form of, yeah any form of self-awareness that can kind of rationalize what it is we want to do and look at the effect of it you'll kind of understand if you'll understand where your instinct is going and then you can always like obviously you'll adapt to what is more suitable to you as much as you're experiencing an emotion the only way you have full control of that is by determining the things that you want to implement in your day-to-day life the things that you want to accomplish the people that you want to be around the habits that you want to have in place that comes with building a really strong vision and being powered by a really strong emotion and both of those are determined by your instinct and your intellect you need to be intellectual enough to evaluate your vision and evaluate if it's in the right role for you like if it if it works like if it's good if it's not just like a stupid vision that will not really get you any like long-term good effects and your instinct is literally just to drive towards that I think we're so lucky to have the ability to imagine and think it's how we have our whole entire world without our imagination we would be so screwed well we wouldn't be the dominating animal if we didn't have our imagination and I just think we all have that inside of us we're all capable of creating something so powerful and so strong and it's just such a shame if we kind of didn't use it to our best abilities so you may be experiencing a type of emotion and it can quite possibly be just the end result of like your life like the habits that you have in your life the schedule that you have in your life the things that you interact with in your life your your character which is an emotion like your the emotion that you're living with is probably a result of all of those things and I guess that's just the easiest way of like actually analyzing the value of your life again if you're not challenged in some form of way I think I think I always try to look for challenge in some way because it it brings me such pleasure in life. I I try run as much as I can in the mornings. <laughs> it's really weird, but it's a challenge and when I when I'm done with that, I just feel really up really really uplifted and just happy. Like the pure the pure path to happiness is is challenge and the way you can you can look at it in a bad way and they'll probably set you up and sabotage you and you'll probably end up living your life running away from challenge in the fear of I don't know some sort of like you you just don't like feeling challenged so you so you run away from it and you never end up growing 
But you may also look at challenge as a really healthy and positive thing in your life, which it is like it it just is. There's there's no but like every single challenge in your life is one way or another. It's a gift and it's a strength and it's a superpower that will work towards you in the future. So make use of it like genuinely. I mean, a lot of if not a lot of us, if not all of us are in the path right now where we're so young and we have our whole entire life ahead of us. This energy should be 100% used and implemented on building our future. This is a time where we're supposed to be creating the life that brings us the most satisfying emotional pleasure without any fear of, without the fear of like, I don't know, pain, without the fear of like failing, without the fear of rejection, without the fear, without any fear, unless you know that it's not right for you, then like obviously don't but like if you see an opportunity that has potential there will always be challenges in that go for it if you put yourself in a position that has the opportunity that brings the opportunity for you to gain a sort of pleasure in it do it I've started to realize that our self-beliefs have such an important impact on our instincts as well because it's kind of like the backbone to it in a way and because think about it when you change when you have a self-belief about yourself it's in your instinct to subconsciously just act upon it and it's something that like all of us know but I just think for me like when I say like my instincts react to it it just hits me so much harder rather than like I act in accordance to who I believe myself to be like it goes so much deeper than that it's like your actual instincts your actual way of like responding to life in every shape or form reacts purely through the lens that you see yourself in and that's crazy because it just shows how much like a simple belief And a simple emotion you hold on yourself to like have such a great effect on you. It's so like genuinely like every little piece of emotion that you feel has such a strong reaction to the person that you are. And this guy called David Hawkins, he's like a, he's like a, he was a psychiatrist or something, but he wrote a few books about like, He basically looked at consciousness, like that was his field of study. And he developed a map, which he called the map of consciousness. And he actually shows in the map how like every single emotion not only takes like a life view on us, but it has an actual like frequency of energy following it. Typically, a lot of the negative emotions he labels to be in a sort of survival paradigm I feel like those kind of emotions just eat you up but he just shows that they have a low level of energy and so if 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 you're experiencing an emotion that's typically negative you will feel like you don't have enough energy inside of you to do what you want to do you can be like 
and the thing is, it's just so crazy to me because, like, you can literally be happy and you can be living, like, a happy life, but your day-to-day life view can literally be consumed with, like, fear or anger or desire, which he also says is on a really low scale. And because it doesn't spell depression all over it, you just think, like, you're fine, you think you're okay. But when, in reality, like, I mean, I guess if you're happy with that, you're happy with it. But, like, you're just the product of the emotion that you are experiencing. And you're nothing more than that. Our instincts are driven by emotion. Instinct is emotion. Like, your whole entire life is literally determined by the emotion that you're experiencing inside of you. And it determines your success. It determines your failure. It determines the people you attract to your life. It determines your life quality it determines so much but another thing that this guy actually said was that over 80 percent of our planet of our world live on a very low level of energy energy i mean emotion 80 percent of the people on this planet have a life view and they like their life view, the the emotion that they carry on them on a day to day basis, the emotion that defines them, is leveled on a very low scale. That that low key scares the shit out of me. And to be honest, like when I read that fact, I kind of it just like I understood it straight away. It makes sense. It makes so much sense, and it's so sad. But it's interesting, like, I know I'm literally just talking about this guy now, but he doesn't say that any, like, emotional state is more insignificant than one or the other. He says that war and violence is something that's very, like, empowering. He also says that anger is a stronger emotion, like, it's a more powerful and a more cultivating emotion to live life from than desire is which is so weird because generally like his his map does show a lot of like the negative emotions to be at the bottom of the scale and emotions such as like love joy peace enlightenment to be at the very top so you obviously see like a positive and negative but I would say that desire is more is more pleasant to experience than anger, yet anger holds more power. Before you're determined by your thoughts, your actions, your habits, your desires, your ambitions, before any of that, before even like creating a self-image or a self-belief, you're purely defined by the emotion that you're experiencing. And, like, that's pretty much all that life is, to be honest. You, when you look back to memories and events in your life, you don't really, like, you don't remember it off anything but, like, an emotion. And when people say, like, life is a roller coaster, obviously there's no, like, actual roller coaster. So just the metaphor of that in itself, I think, is so, it just says a lot because that's how you remember life to be. You remember life to be a roller coaster because you look back in your life and you remember this is a really high, like, good period of my life. And then you could compare that to 
other periods of your life and you're like okay like this is a really low period of my life and so you remember your life to follow this pattern of a roller coaster whether we want it to or not every environment that we place ourselves in will bring a sort of emotional response to us and of course like if you're at an environment for like a second or just like a rare occasion with like some people in a different environment and it's like new and whatever the result of that is whether it's good whether it's like amazing whether it's like quite bad it doesn't have such a long lasting effect because obviously like it only just happened once there are obviously different environments where we feel different inside of us because it kind of just stimulates a different emotional response and I think it's so much easier to look at life in that way don't like don't judge people or an environment off off of like what you see as an appearance because at the end of the day like we all wear a type of mask because we all want to be seen in a type of way A lot of us wear a mask that reflect the desires that we have in life. And some of us wear a mask to like conceal insecurity, whatever our mask shows. When we purely judge people and environments off off of just like emotion, what emotion like does this person carry? You just, I don't know, you just kind of see straight through them. In my opinion, you see straight through them and you can easily clarify for yourself whether it's beneficial or not to surround yourself with that sort of person. This is kind of out of context. Um, Well, not really, but like, I just feel like it's kind of important or interesting to talk about. A lot of us are driven by fear. And obviously this fear comes from wanting to avoid a certain type of emotion because it feels uncomforting. What value do you get out of that? And I'm also trying to think, like, on a psychological perspective, like, what makes us want to, what makes us, you know, want to avoid a situation for our comfort? Like, we're obviously programmed to, like, seek comfort and everything. But we genuinely fear some emotional experience. And it's, like, so weird. Like, some people would rather avoid any heightened emotions any like amazing experiences in life because like some of us are just scared or are in fear of the result and the thing is like I'm I want to talk about this again like it's really sad because 80% of our world like of the people living in our world they don't have enough energy in their lives to actually create the life that they desire so 80% of us live a life of complete okay no no no. maybe not complete but like 80% of us are just unable to create the life that they want to live in in a way that's sad but in another way knowing that is so freeing because if you know that 80% of the people in this world are unsatisfied you're gonna bump into a lot of them in your life who are gonna tell you otherwise and knowing that you're in the 20% knowing that you don't identify with them is such a relieving feeling and I feel like I feel like it's a setup I feel like it's a complete setup 
there was this video that I saw with flies and from what I had I watched this a really long time ago but it like it just came to my memory so there was some there were like a few like small flies in this jar and a lid was put on so over time like the flies tried to like obviously like fly to the top and they realized that there was something like stopping them from flying over time they accepted that and when the lid was taken off the flies did not go past like the lid even though it wasn't there anymore like they they flew as high as like they were used to and that's because they just didn't like try again I guess like I mean like I guess that's probably like the lesson there um but I feel like that is the 80% like that is that is so much of the world that don't have enough energy and when I say like you don't own that emotion like it doesn't reflect the person that you are like you're not as in like it obviously does reflect the person that you are but it doesn't define you as a person it's just it reflects the emotion that you're experiencing at this time and like knowing that knowing that you are literally just an outcome of an emotion that you're experiencing you would have so much power to just like change that in you and you would instantly detach yourself like whether you're conscious of it or not like you're not like you're I don't want to say depression but like if if you are experiencing like a low emotion that you're not you don't belong to that emotion like you're not defined by it it's just something that you're experiencing and to be honest experiencing difficult emotions just put it at that it's so important and it's so significant and it gives you so much power because it makes you want to change something about your life. A lot of the time, it's those difficult situations that make you want to change yourself and make you want to do something different and make you want to live your life in a more meaningful way. And to be honest, when you start to appreciate the beauty of an emotion, of experiencing an emotion, things just start to become so much easier for you instead of fighting against the emotions that come through you and you just like accept them and you let them pass through you you just feel so like it's it's just a satisfying feeling to be honest and I guess that's it I guess I guess this episode is literally looking at the ways that our instinct is our guide in life and it guides us to different emotions and different life experiences that give us a sort of emotional experience. Thing is, when I when I was talking about fear, experiencing something like love, which this guy who um, drew the map of consciousness says to be one of the highest levels of consciousness, a lot of us prevent ourselves to actually experience it because of the fear of like losing that and then going completely downhill but I would argue that if you're act if you're already acting on your fear you're kind of just making yourself an easier target to actually feeling that loss like imagine going through your whole entire life and looking back and saying like I never tried this and I never I never put myself in this situation. I never dated that person. I never 
I never um, stepped outside of my comfort that outside of my comfort zone because I was scared of the emotion that it would put into me. You know, when you're in a proper relationship with someone, and this could like it's it doesn't have to be like a romantic one. I'm saying like any relationship, any proper friendship relationship that you have with someone, if it's genuine, like you you go through you go through situations with them which are good and bad tough or easy you go through it all because that's what a that's what a proper relationship brings to you and without like genuinely like without the tough times it it just loses its value completely you need to have tough times to realize the value that a person holds as well as like understanding yourself like you learn you learn a lot of things about yourself when you put yourself in a sort of situation where you're in a tough situation I guess and it's all about growth and experience at the end of the day and I think we should always follow our instincts and be intellectual about it.